because this message comes out of struggles that we've all had at some point in our lives this week and last week and last year. And it will serve as a foundation for several messages to come in the next few weeks. Just so you know, I've had the type of week this weekend where I had to remind myself several times, Pastor Wood, that the Lord is my shepherd. And because the Lord is our shepherd, the Spirit of God brought me back to reality that regardless of what I faced, he was my shepherd. Do I have anybody to agree with me this morning? And like many of you this morning, I've been concerned with the human aspect of what political and moral system is doing to our nation and in our world. Like many of you, I grieve for the victims of these latest vicious and violent attacks on the streets and the children that have been affected by it and the national and global chain of carnage and evil that has gripped our society. Yeah. But as I reflected on this psalm this week, and during my midnight hours, I was comforted with a gentle reminder that we have a shepherd yeah. watching over us. Yeah. And he understands everything yeah. that is happening around us. Yeah. See, David had a great job in Psalms 23 of comforting and consoling us. Because yeah. David was a shepherd. Yeah. And he understood what, what, what the job entailed. And thinking on this, he concluded that God was his shepherd. That's right. He understood fully what it meant to take care of sheep. And the care and attention that was necessary to do, do the job right. He, he knew the love that a shepherd has for his sheep. And, and how that love is demonstrated in how he cares for them. Yeah. And let me set the stage for you quickly. So that you can see the role of the shepherd. Psalms 23 comes from David's experience as a shepherd. And one who spent the early part of his life in a field with sheep. And when David wrote this he understood that he was talking about a shepherd's viewpoint. And I've read previously that sheep are generally stupid. And I'm not saying this as an insult to sheep. But it's a statement of fact. Because sheep are stupid. They are willing to follow their shepherd. But only their shepherd. Come on somebody. And they depend solely on him. Sheep are also timid. For example, they've said, I read somewhere that paper blowing in the wind would cause them to run. And storms would send them into a panic. And if they got scared, they would drown in a stream of water right. without fighting. Right. Or burn to death in a fire without trying to run away. Right. They are the classic example of what it means to be paralyzed with fear. Yep. And physically, if a sheep is tipped on its back, they say that they cannot get up. And they are dying in that position yep. because of how their bodies are designed. That's right. But they love their shepherd, love their shepherd. and will only follow his voice. That's right. They will not under any circumstances follow the voice of another shepherd. That's right. So this is how David described himself in his relationship with his God. Uh -huh. He saw himself as a stupid sheep uh -huh. needing a shepherd uh -huh. to guide and lead him. Uh -huh. now, now imagine this accomplished man of war uh -huh. saying he was timid and that he was stupid and that he was paralyzed by fear. I'm so glad this morning to acknowledge that in my relationship with God, that I am a sheep. That's right. He is the good shepherd. Yeah. Now, now, please bear with me as I go down these verses quickly. Verse 1 said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Uh -huh. See, this statement simply means that God leads and cares for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's 
There are many people who believe that their talents and their gifts and their monies and their intellect sustain them. Yeah. But I stop by to tell you, as David said, it's the Lord who is my shepherd. Yeah. And I shall not want. Yeah. Why can this be said? Because the shepherd anticipates the need of his sheep. So he knows what to provide and when to provide for it. If I walk with God, my needs will be met. If I focus on the kingdom, everything else I need will be added. Paul said, and my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. See, sheep are able to recognize their shepherd and carry on a simple relationship with him. Where they are both able to give and receive affection. Caring for sheep also implies ownership. Mm -hmm. In other words, our shepherd owns us. Uh Come on, somebody. Uh We've been marked with the seal of the Holy Spirit. New providence understanding this. When things are bad at work, the Lord is our shepherd. When bills are due and the body is tired, the Lord is still our shepherd. When we're faced with trials and tribulations that we have no clue as to how to deal with them, The Lord is still our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now look at verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. So in this verse we find that God makes us free to rest. And you can only rest when everything around you is that it should be. And the one is in control is there with you. So in this verse, David speaks of one of the primary roles of the shepherd to provide food and shelter and protection for the sheep. He speaks of green pastures, pastures that, 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 that are dried out. But it's important to note that, that the sheep rest in the same fields which they feast in. So the green pastures provides a dual purpose. Sheep will not rest unless they are free from conflicts with other sheep. Am I right about it? Free from predators and, and free from pests and free from hunger. See, the good shepherd provides all of this for his sheep. We can rest in God's security and in his provision. And in the natural, our green pastures can be represented by our homes. In a place where we should be able to find peace and protection from the outside elements. With our daily schedules. Every night we're at home. We're in green pastures. When we come to church... We're in green pastures. It does not matter what happens during the day. But when you and I are away from our house, when we get home, we can enter into our green pastures. So then David speaks of being led to the still waters. Uh He's referring again to what needs to be done with sheep. Remember, raging waters will scare the sheep. And it's important that they are led to quiet waters. Mm -hmm. So if the sheep get scared near the raging waters and accidentally fall in it, remember they were drowned without a fight. And depending on the season. And in case only the shepherd can pull them out. But God provides us with a safe, life-giving drink. We can drink deeply of God's Holy Spirit. Who is water to have a thirsty soul. If I'm going through a mental, emotional storm and my soul is under attack. I can just have total peace. Because my shepherd leads me to green pastures beside the still waters. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And let me say this to you this morning. If your shepherd is not leading you to green pastures and beside the still waters, please try mine. (laughs) 
Verse 3, he restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. See, God cares for it, and he keeps our heart and our minds. And I've had many days when my soul needed to be restored. What does restore means? Return and go back to. I've had some good days, and I've had some bad days. But God restored my soul. Come on, somebody. So from the shepherd's viewpoint, sheep may become a cast when they get stuck on their backs and unable to get up. And in this condition, a sheep struggling to raise itself up might quickly become dehydrated in the summer sun. So a cast sheep is also prey for an animal. Uh-huh. And so when we are cast down and become tired from fighting to get up, we become spiritually dehydrated and easy prey for our enemy. So this verse speaks to God restoring us just as the shepherd reaches down and picks up the sheep and restores it to his feet. Uh-huh. So when Satan tries to bring our past sins and our failures in attempt to vex our spirits, the spirit of God is there to remind us yeah. of our current state, right. that we have been restored. Yeah. Do I have some help in here? Yeah. When we have troubling times and we lose sleep at night, when it seems like all things are going down and going wrong, God can and he will restore our soul. And then for, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I said walk through the valley of the shadow, through the shadow of death, I will feel no evil, for thou art with me, thou rod and thou staff. They comfort me. So if you're a shepherd and you're leading your sheep to green pastures or the still waters, you have to pass through a valley between two mountains. There will be a great place for an ambush. Am I right about it? So the shadows provide hidden places for the enemy to hide and wait. The shadows also offer opportunities for our minds to become fearful if we allow. So to be in the shadow of something often means to be under the power of the shadows. Think about walking down the street at night in an unfamiliar area, and you will understand how often you see things in the shadows. But David said, as a sheep that has God as a shepherd, when he walked through the valley of the shadow of death, he will feel no evil. He could face death, but he wouldn't be afraid. Are you with me, church? He would not fear. He would not fear the evil. For us, God knows, and he deals with all of our fears. Danger is always around us. And we can choose to live our lives in fear, or we can live it in faith. Right. So when David speaks of the rod and the staff providing comfort, if you think about it, David did, it, did make sense. Because the shepherd has a staff that is curved. And thank God for the curved staff. You know why I thank God? Because I don't know about you, but there have been so many times. God has had to use that loop, come on somebody, to pull me back in. I'm not the only one. Thank God for the staff. Thank God for the curve in the staff. That pulled me back in when I was out there. And then the staff is also used for disciplining the sheep. I can say that God's discipline and guidance in my life make me safe and secure. And then five, thou dost prepare prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And thou hast anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over. I've come to realize that not everybody who smiles at you like you. Ah, ah, that's right, that's right. Y'all don't have to talk back to me. That's right, Not everybody that walks up to you and shakes your hand really desires something good for you. That's right. David said, thou prepare a table before me 
in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Somebody sent me a tape a long time ago and said, you can't invite everybody to sit at your table. That's right. That's right, preacher. That's right, preacher. That's right. He provides a table before, before our enemies, yeah. but you can't invite everybody to sit down with you at the table. That's right. See, they're not there to fellowship with you and enjoy your blessings. That's right. Sleep, sleep and eat in green pastures. That's right. But they sleep and eat in green pastures while the shepherd is watching over them. That's Are you with me? Because if the shepherd wasn't there, the enemy would attack and destroy us. But I'm so glad this morning. That God is our shepherd. Yeah. We have hope that no matter who is planning an attack against us, yeah. our shepherd is there to handle the battle. Yeah. We cannot know everything that is being planned against us, but hope in God allows us to be forewarned about the plans of our enemies. Yeah. Oh, I found out that God is more than enough. Yeah. The all overflows. In other words, the all keep the stink off of us. Right. Are you with me, somebody? They doing that time, they put all there to keep it from stinking. Thank God for the oil. The cup runneth over. Come on, somebody. And then he says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want you to look at the word follow. To follow me to come after pursue. So no matter where you go with the Lord, goodness and mercy will pursue after you. They will track you down. Goodness and mercy will track you down. This is what it means to be blessed. You have no choice but to be blessed when you're in a relationship with God. Many of those who are actively seeking God's blessings, but when we understand our relationship with God, we found out that our blessings will chase us down, overtake us, run it over. Come on, somebody. See, see, you were blessed yesterday. You are blessed today. And you'll be blessed tomorrow. You'll be blessed next year. You'll be blessed forever. You got a target on your back. Those blessings are just following you. Turning you around. You cannot escape God's blessings. They will run you down. New providence. Not only walking blessed on the earth. You will die and live eternally with our God. First, your blessings will chase you down. But when you cross over to the other shore, you'll be forever in the house of the Lord. I know we got homeless problems right now, but there is a house. There is a house prepared for you and I. When you move into the house, he's prepared it for you eternally. He's confirmed our security. When he said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. That in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. But I go, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be also safe in his arms. So in my closing, God is the good shepherd. He told us everything we need to know. He told us he was our shepherd. He told us we would not want for anything. He told us we can lie down in green pastures. He said he would lead us beside the still waters. He told us that though we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, he would be right there with us. So what are you saying, Mary Higgins? I'm saying God is our shepherd. Don't you give up. 
Don't you give in. Don't you throw your towel in. Hang on in there. No matter what you're going through. Because God is your shepherd. And Sister Mary song. Because the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the matter's grass. And he leads me beside the green stream. He bestows my failing health. And he helps me to do what honors him the most. That's why I'm saved. That's why I'm saved. That's why I'm saved. I'm saved. directions and spinning our wheels to find help when true help comes from you forgive us for forgetting how much we need you we come to you this morning God and bring you to the places we are hurting right now you see where no one else is able to fully see or understand you know the pain that we are carrying the burdens and the chaos you know where we need to be set free so we ask for your healing and your grace Cover every broken place. Heal every wound. Every heartache. Wipe the tears from our eyes. Knowing that you are more than able. Thank you, God, for the good shepherd that acts on behalf of your children. And so now we reach out to you. Asking you to restore, to redeem in every difficulty. In every battle that we face for your greater glory we love you Lord and we need you in Jesus' name Amen Amen now the doors of the church are open we know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.